Hey everyone. So, um, one of the things about being connected to ourselves is that it doesn't demand or require a broker or having to believe anything or having to sell you anything. Why would somebody sell me my divinity through a guy with a funny outfit or an ape that appears to have authority over that? Or whether why I am being asked to believe something about someone. It's just fucking insane. Waking up to all of this, and I get it, it took a long time, <laughs> is, is insane. It's monumental, right? A, um, we all have a God-given right to have direct access to whatever it is that connects us to the everything. I shouldn't have to pay for it, believe in it, you know. I remember, was it the Middle Ages when they would go around and sort of give you uh, a seating arrangement in the theatre, right? Where do you want your seat in heaven? You know, give me a buck for, you know, I'll put you in the front row. I mean, it's fucking the sickness of this sort of the world in that respect is is nuts again like some guy is sitting on a throne in rome and you know the poverty you know people are just poverty stricken across the world is just nuts to me or any other of these huge institutions that are abusing children you know i mean in argentina it was the church that helped the the nazis get out of germany i mean it's insane so there's no cell job there's no belief job in the medicine. There's no, there's nothing. There's no woman or man with a funny outfit and a diploma. You have direct access to you. There's no person with a, a little ball going, yeah, there's a man in your life, there's a woman in your life, right? There's nothing to believe. Nothing. There's nothing to be sold. Even the shamans will say they don't know what's going to go on in a ceremony. The shamans will tell you very clearly. They know nothing until they're in that ceremony. And then they're used as channels to open up your psyche. Not the shaman's psyche, your psyche. That's why they don't do a lot of talking. There's not a lot. They don't do a lot of talking. In fact, You can see it's almost like, oh, I've got to talk. I don't really want to talk. Do they know a lot? Fuck, they know so much. They're connected directly to nature. Of course they do. So one of the things about this whole process, especially if you've had trauma and stuff like that, right, if you've been injured, is that you take away the power from the person that injured you by confronting that event and in person in the medicine and you take the power away from all these ridiculous institutions that reign over us not so much anymore but you know had a pretty powerful foothold over who runs the show here and you'll see when you're in the medicine who runs the fucking show
and you will be shocked. <laughs> right? Of course they don't want the medicine here. Of course it's illegal. Of course it's a hallucinogenic. Of course it's some FDA drug. Right? They don't want you to be connected. Well, why? If you're connected and you knew how the fuck you worked, why would you spend your whole life buying shit you don't need? Or being anxious all the time? I was also thinking one of these things about one of the things that's constantly being sold is that you're not enough. That's why they, you know, I can sell you shit. If I tell you you're crap, then, you know, you need to not be crap, right? You're not enough. Whatever you are, you're not enough. Therefore, to be enough, you need X, Y, and Z, and you better work your ass off to get X, Y, and Z so you can show up and be enough, although you will never be enough if you're told you're not enough. <laughs> There's this endless, endless veiling all the time. It's like being at the, you know, being at the circus, you know, you've got to keep or one of those arcades where you've constantly got to be getting that little ball into the the goldfish bowl to get a prize. Otherwise, you don't matter. There's a lot of stampeding. There's a lot of... Oh, was it? Bait, uh, switch and bait or whatever, bait and switch. And this is a whole goldfish bowl of it where we live, right? Someone's always trying to sell you something. To do what? I mean, I'm selling you a brand. Buy the brand, buy the cult, buy the picture, blah, 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 blah. There's none of that in the medicine. None of it. There's no church to go to, no particular place of worship. There's no funny outfits to wear. There's no believing in anything. There's no bowing down to anything. It's just, again, the shamans are just the channels of the plants. They have no idea what's going to happen in those ceremonies. They show up. It's like they're the cable, right? The signal goes through them to heal you from the plants. There's nothing to believe. Nothing at all. You're just in nature. You're just in the furnace of nature. In that nature where there's no physics, it's there's they can go between the past, the present, the future, that you're in a million metaverses, there are doctors from all sorts of other universes and God knows the whole unlocked consciousness is where you're at it's an unlocked consciousness all the rules and regs that apply to this dimension are broken open we're in a goldfish bowl here it's clear right I call it the broken crockery shop because you're always having to learn something and you're always having to fix something and being in these bodies is a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. 
There is no God to believe in. You're just in nature. The intelligence of it, I would say. And in that intelligence, many different sorts of intelligence. You're in another realm. So, one of the things that kind of pisses me off, now that we're talking about unlock consciousness, <laughs> is that, so the shamans, the people have been doing this, I call them energetic surgeons, you know, they've been doing this in their families for thousands of years. This was their hospital in the jungle. They didn't have hospitals, right? That's how they treated people. There was a wonderful story, actually, of one of the shamans that uh, is a very powerful, powerful... I mean, I remember being in a ceremony with her and she was literally building a, a web of energy around this... It's like a cobweb of energy. She was pulling everybody into this energetic cobweb. It was insane. It was so powerful. Anyway, um, as a child, she had lived with her grandmother and... Um, somebody had come around selling something anyway and the mother didn't buy it and the guy put a curse on the grandmother and consequently on the child on this particular shaman and suddenly her legs stopped working she had this thing and and it's this incredible story of her father taking her out into the jungle and conversing with like the plants and the plants coming in and telling him what she needed to do and you know, how this leg could be healed. Right. And everybody was talking about cutting off the leg and all this incredible stuff. And eventually it got healed. I mean, she still has a limp from all the stuff that happened, right? But it's this understanding of nature. It's connection to nature. The reverence of this thing, which, you know, in a world which we've completely trashed is kind of scary, right? that the ape is like running around, running the show and beating its chest and, right? There's only one way to divinity. Ah, it's through me. I'm wearing my little gold robes. I'm sitting on a pulpit telling everybody how the, you know, I'm the broker. Look at me, right? There's no broker here. There's nothing to believe in. There's nothing to do other than surrender to nature, to nature. And boy, yeah, you find reverence there, total reverence because of the power of nature, the power of nature, which is infinite. I'm not making black holes or building seahorses or creating the tiniest little amoeba at the you know, at the bottom of the ocean where these little sort of geezers of heat are coming out. I mean, not doing any of that. I can't see it. I can't see an ape doing any of that. Building suns and moons and planets. And so it's fantastic. It's, and it's terrifying, right? I don't have I don't have any access to that power anywhere around me. Right? 
So, and yeah, it takes a while. Yeah, it does, because we're so severed from nature. This little ape man has been running around trying to run the show and convince us all that, right, it knows everything. It knows nothing. Absolutely fuck all. And that's the shocking piece of this to us as we go in. It's shocking. Is to be in all these different states. You know, I was in a huge exorcism. I mean, I was operated on by, you know, little creatures from somewhere else. I mean, the stuff that I have lived through, again, in this unlocked consciousness. Is at first, you know, I mean, when I came back the first time from doing my first retreat, yeah, I was changing into animals. I had thousands of Indians in my apartment. It was nuts. I got a little hairy. <laughs> so I had 1-800, you need a shaman. You know, I called the shaman's like, nah, it's okay. It's just nature. It's just doing its work. We are trapped in a very tiny corner of the universe, in a very tiny dimension, with a bunch of little apes running around, running the show. And no shade, right? But lots of shade on the fact that we have given up on that which we don't understand. Because when we talk about spiritual or mystical, it's like in the woo-woo. It's like there are, you know, women, right? Sitting around a circle, having a bit of a gossip and men are looking back going, oh, they're just, you know, silly women, right? That's basically the attitude towards nature. But believe you me, when you go into the medicine and you just dip a toe into that place, you will be fucking thrown off a cliff. The shock of being in that furnace and be literally being re-fucking wired. Yeah, you'll give up your little beliefs very soon. <laughs> it's like, huh, what? <laughs> Now, I can laugh because I've been blown up so many times. <laughs> I've been so knocked off any pedestals I had of being, you know, anything. That was a long time ago, right? I have, you know, I literally, I'm just, I'm not even a barely a grain of sand. <laughs> I'm barely that at this point. It's just like, no, right? It's insanely powerful. Insane. So if you go with all your notions of, you know, your versions of your little tiny little life, when it's tiny, when you get into that furnace, it's fucking tiny, right? You will be shown who runs the show. (laughs) And believe you me, you don't have a lot to do with it. That's another thing. And I think one of one of the most difficult things for me, even now, is like, I've just got to let the world happen. I've got to let this thing happen. There is no arguing with the fucking universe. I can't make up. I think one of the things, especially if you've been traumatized significantly, for me it was reinvention. I really had to reinvent the world because I was living in hell. 
And so my brain was really wired to invent a world that worked, right? We want those parents to work. And if we want them to work, then we need to fix them. And in our little brains, we're always fixing them to not be who they truly are or for the circumstances to not really be what I'm living, right? And I, I actually I saw this, this great show, Broadway show last night on Neil Diamond. Well, who the fuck, you know? Um, and I just realized, oh, my God. And it, it, was, it was almost like um, it was a great show because it was like a therapy session. But it was then in the therapy session, it was like showing his whole life. And his whole life, all his songs were a way to deal with his unbelievable loneliness and the trauma of his childhood. Who the fuck knew? So he, he literally had gone all the way out. And, and this is what's amazing to me. It's like, I always talk about, you know, we find our distractions, right? So we don't have to deal with stuff. And this guy became this amazing, unbelievable singer to deal with shit that he had early on. It's crazy, right? What we do to try to fix the world that doesn't work. And a lot of very successful people, you know, become very successful. It's another form <coughs> of distraction so they don't have to deal with the initial wound. And, you know, whatever it is, whether it's a drug addiction or a success addiction, it's all, you know, or people become really big actors, you know, whatever. As if all that adoration, you know, fame is going to fix the deep void. It doesn't. We all know that, right? Why am I saying this? Anyway, so, yeah. None of that works in the medicine, right? In the medicine, you are just, that's it, control. You don't. You realize how little control you really have. And again, as I was saying, if you're trying to make the world work, you have to invent another world if you're in trauma, right? I had to constantly reinvent these people. I had to constantly pretend them into existence and fix a situation. There's no fixing anyone. But as a child, you really don't have any choice. You've got to weave your magic, right? And everything but everything, for me, was about making very weak people powerful. But they were weak. And my effort to become someone so that they were powerful meant that I had to invent a person to become that success, which I never actually became, by the way. It never happened. I mean, I struggled for it, but it never happened. And what's very interesting also, and again, it's part you know, when you look at your own life is every time I got close to really having success, I never got it. <clears throat> it was snatched from me because it was never meant to be, right? So all my efforts to change the code, and again, this is all is stemming from childhood. It's not from now, right? It's in those early arrival stages that all our world is created. And in that moment is when we have to make that world work it's not now again in the medicine you're not there's nothing going on now that's the problem it's what made you now that's the problem it's the event that overwhelmed or paralyzed you or stopped you right that's the problem that's the paralysis it's the child 
that's still stuck, right? So for me to live there, to survive there, I would have to invent them. I would have to fix them, right? All the while I myself was being abused by, you know, the person they sold me to, right? So I figured if I could fix them, again, this is all happening in, you know, you don't even know this unconscious state. If I could make them powerful, which would mean I would have to refuse everything within me and become something I wasn't, then somehow them selling me wouldn't matter. Or that wouldn't. I would solve that problem. They sold me because they were weak. Therefore, you know, the logic goes, if I become powerful, then I can make them powerful. And therefore, that whole having to sell me thing to some vermin, it wouldn't happen. And we could all be, you know, live happily ever after. And that's a joke, right? So you, you don't know all the stuff that you're doing as a child to survive your conditions. And we do that, right? There's a lot of complicated wiring that goes on when you don't really understand the whole picture and you have no power and you're so vulnerable. Well, the issue really wasn't to fix them. The issue was to deal with the true problem, which was this vermin, this darkness, right? Now, I there is no way that all this wiring that happens at the very basic structure of our energetic being, you can't see this here. Which is why in the medicine, you can, you, you can be taken to that past and you will relive that past and you will relive those events. And you'll realize how little control you have over anything. And that there are forces inside this furnace, which is like the bosom of nature, right? Literally, you're going into the furnace of nature, into that unlocked consciousness. You will see how much control you really have. Zilch. (laughs) Zilch. And again, I've, and now it's come, it, I feel like that's more real than this. This is, again, a t- we're in a tiny goldfish bowl. But again, if, you've, if you're coming from trauma, your whole raison d'etre is control. You're controlling everything. All right? You have to control everything because you're on the verge of destruction, death, whatever. And so you have all these strategies to make yourself worthy. To make that thing go away, to make that thing disappear. And one of the things about the medicine is it kicks out all of your strategies. You have to give up all of your control. Yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> you give up, you have to. She will raise that to the ground. In order to rewire you, she will raise you to the ground. 
It's like having a wildfire going through you. Over and over and over. As all these energetic resistances to the truth are revealed. And it's scary. I mean, you get so much more joy because, like, you don't give a shit. But it's scary. It's like, well, what the fuck is going to happen tomorrow? I don't know, right? The most powerful tool you have is surrender. And actually, you really have no choice. It's like, you know, when she kicks out your engine, you have no more engine. (laughs) My whole engine was, you know, I need to invent people who are rotten, make them nice. I have to invent everything that's going on. I better have a plan for this very second and a plan for tomorrow. That's all gone. All of it. It's just like, (laughs) it's like, if someone takes down the whole engine, it's like the boat's just like, what the fuck? The boat's just floating in the water. It's going to go, right, in connection with the energy. It now, because before, you're no longer, it's, it's like your compass is broken. If there's trauma, there's a, it's like breaking your compass. So if I do have a broken compass, I've got to invent. I've got to figure out how this shit works, right? Because what's happening in trauma is your compass is broken, right? You have no access to you. Well, fuck, if you have no access to you while you're alone and then you're negotiating every fucking breath of your life because you've got to make everything work and you're in controlling everything and you're... Right? Everything is an effort, an effort. Endless stress. When things don't work out, it's just like a nightmare and blah, blah, blah. Oh boy. I say that because I've been there, so you know, I was there, right? We've all been there, stressed out, worried, jobs, children, blah, 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 right? So all our negotiated selves are constantly negotiating the next moment because there's no trust, there's no faith, there's no, you're alone, you know? If there's trauma early on, you feel extraordinarily alone. You have to build yourself a, you know, cover. So it's always stressful. If you do the medicine over and over, if you're really looking to heal, that will all be just blown up. (laughs) It's like, I can't even create a strategy if I wanted to. I just don't have any engine fuel for it. I don't know how even how to do it anymore. She gives you the gifts, but in return, you have to surrender. You surrender to everything. Everything. And sometimes there's a lesson in the surrendering. Sometimes there's many, many lessons, right? There's more joy. There's less resistance, right? If I'm resisting something, I've got my foot on the brake. You know, eventually that car's going to break down. When I take the foot off, take off the brake, it's just going to go, right? That's the most difficult piece of this because it's like, okay, I'm going to take all of your mechanisms for survival off. It's It's all gone. There's no... Right? 
all your control, all your strategies, everything is just like switched off. There's nothing now. You're just like, huh? Now you're at the mercy of everything. Like there's a connect. Now you're connected to yourself. You respond to your heart. You respond to you. You're not hiding somewhere and then you're building this whole kingdom, all this wiring to protect yourself, to survive. No, now you're just, you're completely exposed. You're going to feel everything. You're going to see everything. You're even going to like, you know, I get, for me, it's, I feel people's energy a lot. Like, you know, I feel if there's, and I don't mean in any woo-woo way, but like I can sense, like, I don't want to be around certain people because it's just, I can feel like, ugh, it's something not not nice going on here. I don't, I, it just makes you uncomfortable, right? So <clears throat> this is no easy task because if you've been traumatized, you're coming in with a huge armor. You're coming in with all your armor. You're still connected to those people. You're still building stories around people. You've got all the engine room that you built, which you're used to, right? I'm, it's like walking around, it's like being Drake, walking around with a whole bunch of bodyguards, right? Now all the bodyguards are gone. You're completely exposed. And you have to get used to that. That's a whole different way of being. Surrender. Oh my God, where am I going to end up on the street? Homeless, oh my God. You're no longer part of this whole fucking machinery that's just going on blindly. Right? If you've been hurt or traumatized early on in any way, right, you're building for that trauma, right? Everything you've built is around all the conditions that you were built in. When you come into the medicine, everything is exposed. So <clears throat> the whole machine is dismantled. The trauma is exposed. You see, once it's exposed, it no longer has any power, right? Again, it's like the man in the yellow brick road behind the machine, behind the... Right? There's no... If, I, if, there's an, if there's something that's issuing, that's creating all this person, if there's this core fuel, right, that's making this whole machine work, and you get to the core and you realize, you know, the core is wrong then all of that you've built around it is collapsed. That's basically it. So all your attempts at fixing people and strategizing and negotiating your existence and all, all of it eventually just is, gets dissolved because the same person can't exist once, you know, the origin of the, you know, fuel is seen, right? If I see that there's, oh, there's actually this little goblin that's running the whole show... I'm like, huh? Right? So I'm not, it's not going to work. None of, nothing's going to work anymore. All your tactics, all your, you know, strategies, control things, but it's just done. So it's a complete collapse across the board. <laughs> it's, just, it's just you don't exist anymore. Right? And then you have to get used to like, well, what is it, you know, who, who am I now? Right? Well, if you don't know what it's like to be free, again, I've talked about this before, it's like you've been in jail for 60 years and they put you at the door. You go, well, 
I want to go back in jail, right? Because I don't know what freedom looks like. But you're actually free, right? A lot of people don't want it. They'd rather be in jail. They know it. I get it, right? No shade. But, you know, when the medicine dissolves you, and again, it's a, it's, it's a lot of work, you know? How long did it take us to go from an amoeba to this? God knows how many millions of years, right? That's a huge task. The medicine is undoing you. And for me, when it came to undo me, what, you know, sat at the center of everything was this fucking virus, this darkness, this evil, this thing. Didn't come from here, from another planet. So not only had I built a whole person, you know, to strengthen my own parents who had been, who had sold me to, because they were so weak. Well, that was a complete waste of time. But once that all was collapsed, lo and behold, there was an even bigger problem. That was this, the origin of all of this, which was this evil, this virus, who showed up as a pedophile. And then later on, it was insane, showed up as a boyfriend because these viruses can, you know, show up as people. It's crazy. Fucking insane. And it's the craziest thing was I felt safe with him. Oh, my God. Fuck. Anyway, so it's a very powerful... So you, you don't know what you're going to see. But once you see it, you will collapse. Because if I'm built of, you know, pink lollipops, and I don't know I'm p built by pink lollipops, and I don't want to be built by pink lollipops, I will, you know, once you see that they're pink lollipops, all right, it's not you. You were built for a cover-up. You have to see the origin of your very being in this energetic field that is vast in the network. And you don't have a clue to that in this dimension. But you'll get a very clear understanding and the GPSing by the medicine of where you sit in that network. Again, I do not understand any of this. I've only had a tiny understanding. And again, I feel like I'm in the, you know, the foyer of the universe. But it is difficult work because we have to shed all our little tiny cover-ups and armor and beliefs and that when you go into this furnace seem silly and kind of like why because what I see I think again it's my own supposition is that these energies are very very powerful energies are powerful in the same way that electromagnetism is powerful, in the same way that gravity is powerful. They hold us in place. I can't fight with gravity. Okay, Maria, get rid of gravity. That's basically what's happening in this medicine. It's basically what's happening. I was physically, mentally stuck 
in a gravitational force field of darkness, held together by fear. Overwhelming terror. That is a gravitational pull for a child. In fact, in a very ceremony, when I was being asked to come home, I belonged to an Indian family in another life, I couldn't move in that ceremony. I was gravitationally stuck. It's like being in a vortex of energy. You can't shift that in this dimension. There's no way. You can shift it in an unlocked consciousness. And again, with a lot of work. A lot of energetic removal. So no, there's nothing to believe in. There's no funny man with an outfit running around. There is no man, period. (laughs) It's just endless bits of nature. And yes, the mother comes, the medicine comes to me as a mother. It may come to you as a duck. I don't know. It's a spirit. It will come in whatever form it needs to come in so you can be healed. There is no definition of an identity here. It's an intelligence. That's all I can claim it to be. It's a loving intelligence. A whole world of it. And, again, how much do you need to understand? It might be a lot. It took me a while just to get past the first piece, which was the trap of my own parents, to deal with that, to then get to this virus. Duh, like, what the fuck is this thing? Again, we don't know. We're in a tiny, little, tiny, tiny corner of the universe, prancing around, beating our chests, thinking we know oh so much. We don't. It's a bit of a show, really, here, right? I think about it, you know, (laughs) one of the metaphors that comes to me is just, you know, sitting by the beach building a sandcastle every day when you're in trauma you're constantly trying to change the conditions you can't change them but you think you can so you'd build a sandcastle and the wave would come along and then just wipe it out and then you'd have to build another sand. that's what it's like being in trauma trying to fix and trying to leave these states these huge gravitational you can't you think you can if I just keep putting a Michelin five star sauce on a rotting piece of meat, the rotting piece of meat will go away. It doesn't. We're stuck. This is energy. I was physically stuck. There's no amount of talking to another ape that's going to change it. There's no amount of anything that's going to change it other than going into the medicine in that unlocked consciousness and having all these different entities, things, I don't know what they were, whatever, from all these different universes, plants, come in to dismantle all of me, piece by piece by piece. 
you don't get out of stuckness by talking about it. You don't get out of stuckness by reading a book. Boy, did I read a zillion books. It's energy. In fact, you know, I'd meditated. I started meditating a long time ago, about 13 and a half years. And after 13 and a half years, it was energy that broke me out. It was that meditation, that not hemorrhaging of energy. That it's something, a, a fuse, it was like being a black hole that one night, boom, like vast, sort of like, I thought I was like a computer, like vast energetic circles going on around. It was like I was being loosened up out of this vortex. And I got a lot of information. I was stuck. It's like getting stuck in a frequency. You don't get out of this by thinking about it or writing about it or... No. I'm talking about it now because I'm talking about energy. That's what this whole universe is, right? Einstein. Everything is energy. How does energy work? How does energy get stuck, right? So ultimately, is your willingness to surrender. I think that's the most difficult, right? I have to surrender to something I don't know or understand. But it's nature. It runs the whole show. I have to give up this version of events or this version of my life. I have to dissolve all these connections. I have to understand the bigger picture. And oh, and by the way, there's a, there's a big virus here. I'm like, what the fuck? And only recently I, I was shown that these virus, they're everywhere and they show up as people. Okay, fuck. Well, that's a, yeah. Well, how do you deal with that? I don't know. So why, it, it, for me, it's imperative. It's because you get out of the ape version of the universe. Right? We're all, you know, living in an ape version of the universe, which is run by about four apes, and that's it. And we're all going, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know... You want to know what's really going on outside somebody trying to sell you something or seduce you into something or make you wrong about something, go into the medicine. The medicine will just show you, open you up like a machine and you'll see everything. Again, no one's saying, no, it's just you and the stuff that, that made you. And what's stopping you? You know, a hundred years ago, my intention was I just, you know, I feel like I'm a fish on the banks of the river. I want to be in the flow of the universe. That was a very simple intention. It wasn't like, uh, right? I just like want to be back in the flow. What's keeping me stuck on this banks? Well, what eventually I got to see was this fucking vermin. 
virus, darkness, whatever. And also, you know, I consider me myself to be pretty, pretty practical. I don't really believe in, you know, I don't, whatever, right? So, I could never imagine any of this. And not in a million years. I'm not a big sci-fi person. I don't, you know. But boy, oh boy. You know, when you're inside the inner workings of how, of an unlocked consciousness in the medicine. Yeah, it's just, (laughs) you're just like, huh? Huh? What? And in all of it is love, really. I think that's the most beautiful thing. It's all cushioned by love. It's fierce. It's fierce. But it's cushioned by love. You know, it was made very clear to me, you have to forgive your parents. I'm like, why? They did all this stuff to me. No. Get the, get, get, when you leave here, you go and, you know, you go do that. Because this was bigger than them, right? They were just casualties of war of another bigger virus that was happening here. You have no idea what's truly going on. You will when you go to the medicine. And again, it's not like, oh, I'm going to go in and then, oh, my God, oh, my God. First retreat, oh, my God, that's it. No. (laughs) First retreat is just like (laughs) warm-up. I had an exorcism in that first one, so it's warm-up time. It's just like they're just beginning to, yeah, soften the dough. I mean, fuck, yeah, it's just like been insane. And then when you come back, the work is still going on. The medicine is growing within you, the plants are, right? I think one of the, um, certainly for me anyway, one of the things that help me in the surrender because it's tough to give everything up you know it's not easy um oh well glimpses of the future you know you'll get i think the medicine is very clever at how you know she sets you up i mean she knows how long the journey is going to be you have no idea you think oh this one retreat and i'm done you know eight years later you're just like what (laughs) oh fuck Right, and you've got like a, a a tree medicine that's like basically suffocating your core. It's beautiful, anyway. Um, I think one of the things that helps me get through it is I've seen little bits of what the future holds. Again, I could be completely wrong, but I think I I get it. Anyway, once you're in, you're in. It's like an avalanche, you know. Once you're <clears throat> you're connected and you're really connected to the medicine, and that takes time. It's like a relationship. It takes a while to build that connection, right? At the beginning, you're you're terrified, and then you're still terrified, but you're just like you know. It's like you're in the hands of 
you know, the ultimate intelligence, really. I think also one of the great side effects of this too, (laughs) apart from having to like take your whole engine down, is there's less fear about death. That is a beautiful thing. It's like, because when you're in the furnace, you just realize it's just a furnace. It's just like, there's so much shit going on there. And that you're part of it all. You're one with everything. Again, one one of the things about being in this dimension is that we're also separated from each other, from the universe, from everything, from nature. We're all trying to outdo each other. We're like, you know, I'm over here, you're over there. We're all in this separate thing. And so, of course, there's terror of death because I'm alone. What's going to happen? You know, because we're so separated from nature. And I think when you're in that unlocked consciousness, you recognize, oh, okay, all right, I get back to this this kind of bubbling, frothing cauldron of stuff, which we're all part of. And again, that's another thing about being in the medicines that you feel reconnected to the mothership, to everything, to nature. That's another reason why death doesn't seem such a pain in the, you know, you feel like it's just another transformation. And, you know, when you're in that medicine, boy, you feel like death. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. So, yeah, there's no cell job there. <laughs> no one's offering you a, you know, gift with purchase. <laughs> you are receiving an enormous amount of love, though. That's one of the, yeah, just the love is insane. The infinite love that you receive in the medicine. I mean, as well as, you know, the battering that you get to get this, this stuff out of you, is the infinite love that you receive. You know, if you're traumatized and, you know, there's the rejection and refusal and judgment and blame and all of that stuff, I mean, you're just, you know, it's like somebody projectile vomits, you know, poison on you, right? When you go to the medicine, all of that is dissolved by her love, right? The love that you feel is so insane, so powerful. So it's a lot. You're going to, if you're really looking to heal, you know, it's a whole, it's a whole furnace of transformation, both in, you know, having to see all the horror that you went through, having to surrender, give up all your armor, all your control, connect to this incredible spirit, right? Trust it. You dissolve all these relationships where you thought you were connected, but you weren't. You were really all alone. I literally was very alone. I just invented everybody. There was no power anyway. And I was owned by this, you know, virus, which lives within me still, right? That I get to see. And, you know, who I need to get rid of. I know what the enemy looks like. And there are people who say, oh, it's all a narrative, it's all an illusion, it's all, what the fuck? Believe whatever you like. But when you're in the medicine, you'll see what the fuck, it, you know, is going on. And yeah, these things, these forces are very real. There is nothing illusory about these forces. I would never have to battle them if they were illusory. 
You wouldn't be stuck if they're illusory. And it's just an illusion. It never, it's just a story. No, it's not a story. There are energies that keep us stuck that are dark. Right? Again, a virus is not from here. What the fuck is that? An illusion? I wish it were an illusion. I wouldn't have to fucking deal with this. I'd be happily on my merry way to the south of France, you know. You will be forced to start your life over. I suppose it is a death, yeah. It's a total death. On new terms. You know, your compass back on, connected back to the everything. And also, you mean you just get to see, like, how the world is run, you know? It's like bait and switch over and over, right? Be this, be that, look here, look there. No one is really that important, right? We're all just this piece of intelligence. And also, it's like, why does somebody else have more work? You know, why is someone else worthy more of a life? Than, you know, it's like, why are you more valuable than me, right? Or why is that delivery boy from Mexico less valuable than the person on the 20th floor? It's like all these distinctions, like, it all kind of disappears, right? Like, what the fuck is all this about, right? Why am I, is my life more valuable than yours? Why am I more worthy than you? Why am I struggling to become something? For what reason? There's a very different thing. You know, if you, if you see someone, it's so amazing. There's this woman who's an amazing theater coach. Many years ago, I went to her. And, <clears throat> and she's a force of nature. There's just nothing... Which is a force of nature. There's nothing negotiated or invented. It's just her. It's like you you see her and she talks, and it's just like the way she talks. It's like the spirit lives within her, right? Or you go and see an amazing dancer. You realize it's not the person, it's the spirit within them that's like creating that vibration. That is very different to someone that has to make the effort. I was made of effort, endless effort, coming from terror. It's like you're running from the hot coals. You're not doing it because it's just effortlessly flowing out of you, right? Now it's just, yeah, I just show up, that's it, and whatever comes out, comes out. That's wonderful, right? But these people who are extraordinarily talented they say they have the spirit they do it's like they're just a channel for this incredible intelligence without any blockages that's all i couldn't be in that realm at all because i was just you know again smothered in blockages like being you know somebody shot ten thousand thorns into me you can't be a force for the spirit and life if you're numbed out by 10,000 splinters. So yeah, don't underestimate. 
second I laugh because it's just like crazy. You can't underestimate the power of this medicine. I call it a medicine because it's a medicine. There's no middle person. There's no broker. There's no beliefs. There's nothing other than you reconnecting back to nature. And being willing to give up all the versions of yourself, all the falsehood, all the armor, to be back home. <clears throat> you know, it's like, being, it's like detoxing, you know, when you're out in Chernobyl and you take all your gear off, right? It's the same thing. It's almost like that, right? This place is so toxic, very toxic, especially if there's tra trauma. You have to give all yourself up, all of yourself up. And it's really like, you know, you see these little dogs that have been abused and they're trembling and they're, anything that comes near them is frightening. That's a bit what it's like. Certainly was for me going to the medicine. It's like you're this terrified person, really, and you're afraid of... You don't trust anyone and you're scared. And But the medicine is very gentle and loving and... Yeah, it's very fierce as well. I mean, again, the more you connect, the you know, once you've really built that relationship with the medicine, she's going to, yeah, she's going to come in strong, right? But you're ready for it. She's not going to give it to you without you being prepared to face it. Yeah, the last one was, woof, it was pretty intense. Total, I got a total pounding by the medicine. And rightly so. The things I didn't understand that I'd, I couldn't remember, of information that I'd given away, and and again, you don't know. Is that the end? Is there more I need to do? Is there more stuff that I need to see that I don't remember? I don't know. It's inside of me. It's you won't know, and then you'll know when you're in the medicine. <laughs> I'm just like oh. I remember. It's like a cliffhanger. I remember I did a ceremony in the summer. And the medicine said to me, you'll know. The next time you come, you'll know. I'm like, what? Right. And more, this is, that was what the term was, the medicine said to me, more will be, will be explained when I see you next. Something along those lines. It's like, what? <clears throat> the medicine knows everything. So, again, nothing to believe nothing to make up or no broker nobody ding, 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 ding. I see a man in your life I see a woman no it's none of that and forget your list that's another part of this it's really funny it's like people going with their lists how's my boyfriend how's my girlfriend how's my work she just rips that up <laughs> it's like you have no idea you have no idea enormous humility I mean fuck Total humility. It's like that Zen, don't know mind. Like, I just, show me, help me, heal me. That's it. And 
teamwork you know I think oh another great piece of this was in one of my retreats where she was taking out this this dark thing she was pulling this thing out of me and uh she said look teamwork the medicine the shamans and you all of you working together to heal it's not a you have to be awake there's no anesthesia here you're absolutely aware of everything that's why you heal because you can relive everything and fight these forces together and I feel bad for these poor shamans these poor shamans have to go back and keep fighting the energies they pull out of you at night right they're battling your energies crazy so yeah if you're really interested in knowing who you are (laughs) yeah and uh, kind of meeting your maker one-on-one right nature yeah sign up (laughs) otherwise don't (laughs) oh my god yeah, it's insane. And again, as for me, selfishly, it's like, I don't want to live this again. I don't want to come back. I mean, one of the things you realize is that, yeah, your spirit comes back. And second law of thermodynamics is you come back. It's like, there's you're just this, and then you're something else, and then you're something else, and you're something else. And you're, right? Second law of thermodynamics. You just destroyed, created, destroyed, created. So... I put in a request to come back as a coconut on a palm tree, hopefully, and the Maldives. That's it. Like, I'm not coming back to relive this shit. Like, if I have to do this, let me get it over with now. Because I'm not coming back to go through this whole thing again. I mean, I no. So if it takes this lifetime to dump this shit, to clean out, so be it. Let it be a zillion years. Let it be whatever it needs to be. But I put in a special request to be a coconut on a palm tree in the Maldives. Whether that request is listened to or not, we don't know. But anyway, yeah. And for that reason too, it's like, yeah, you're going to go on a a transformation anyway when you die. Yeah, let me just do it now here whilst I'm alive. Thank you very little. And go through all of that stuff and clean out and reconnect and be at home again. Like you want to be home, right? It's like the prodigal son returns, the prodigal daughter, like, I want to go home. I want to be back home. Yeah. It's the journey home that's, that's the odyssey. Bye. <laughs>